Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Maybe I've never had an original idea in my head, in my stupid, balding head. Maybe if I didn't worry so much about this podcast, I wouldn't be balding in the first place. Maybe every podcast idea has been done, and this one is just a repetition of ones that have been done before. Maybe I'm just a fraud, and everyone else is doing it much better than I am. Welcome to the Cages in Podcast, a weekly journey through the career of Nicolas Cage. The good, the bad, and the damn right insane. This week, adaptation. So here I am on the uh, recording session for uh, Caged In, and I'm here with my writing partner, uh, Perry Patsilvis, who's my twin brother. Uh, Perry, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. All a bit, all a bit boring, though, isn't it? Like, I don't know, just writing for this idiot. Like, he does does a really good impression of you, but I'm just, I don't know. What, what do you mean, Perry? What do you mean? Like, he's he's boring. I think he's doing a fucking amazing job. Just like, he he catches he catches our voices really good. Like he. It's like, I don't even think like the audience know that this is scripted. Yeah, well, that's probably me doing that, because let's be frank, Petros, like, you're pretty, pretty shit. I'm the one who comes with all the exciting, funny ideas. You just, you just kind of have all the, all the boring stuff, all the, all the facts and details, all that type of stuff. Yeah, but that's, that's what, that's what the fans want. They want a bit of the, they want, like, they want that. Otherwise, I'm just, it's. Just an, a couple of idiots' opinions. It's like I, I, I fucking don't understand what you mean. Perry. I don't know how many times I tell you this, Petros. Like people don't care about our opinions. They just well, they do. Yeah, they they, they care all about our opinions. Sorry, I got confused there. That's all they care about. We're fucking geniuses, okay? Well, I am. You're just a fucking idiot. <sighs> okay, Perry. Like, I'm not sure how 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 much longer we can write this together. Like, I think I might just go solo. We'll do this episode together. Like, we'll we'll, we'll give the actor this one off, and yeah, it'll just be just be me and you, just behind the curtain, the writers going at it. Does that sound like a good idea to you? Yeah, fucking whatever, whatever you want, mate. So, as I ask everyone, Perry, have you seen this film before? No. Why would I watch this piece of shit? I don't like what do you, what do you mean? This is actually one I have seen and like I really enjoy it. Like, yeah, you would because it's boring and esoteric and a thinking man's film. There's not enough action. Have you ever seen Olympus Has Fallen? That's my kind of film. Yes, Perry, I have seen Olympus Has Fallen and um, it's not that good. It's 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 a bit like I don't know. 
I don't I don't particularly like it. Yeah, that's because you're a fucking idiot, Petrus. How many times have I say this? You're a complete fucking idiot. Come on, Perry. If, if you're going to be like this, Perry, like I'm not sure if we can do this podcast together because you're just making it super difficult, and I just want to I just want to get through this film. And that's it. That's the fucking end of us, okay? Yeah, as we've established, I'm the fucking genius here. I can go right for any number one of these fucking Nicolas Cage podcasts and you're fucking shitty, derivative bullshit. So I guess there's only one thing left to do, and that's to get raging with Cage. Seriously, is this how we're starting off the fucking podcast, Petros? We said this is not how we're going to do it. You're a fucking idiot. I really don't want to fucking do it. You made me sit through this fucking piece of shit film. You're a fucking arsehole. Oh, man, I thought that obviously referencing the film we're doing, this would have been a clever and interesting thing to do. Like, obviously, that, that that's a moment in the film. I thought, would, like, if, yeah, I thought that would be cool. Well, you thought fucking wrong again, Petros. How many times have you got to go through this? Your ideas are fucking stupid. The audience won't get it. They're fucking stupid, okay? Again, this thinking man's film, and you enjoy it. I enjoy The Rock. I enjoy Connor. The films where you leave your brain at the door. I like the pumping action. Well, can we at least just talk about like what happens in this film? I know it's a quite complex one, but come on, Perry. Like you can, you can surely wrap your head around it. Of course, I can wrap my fucking head around it. What do you want? My analysis of this film—it's self-indulgent. It's boring. It's the type of film that you enjoy. The only characters in it that make any fucking sense are LaRoche and Donald because they talk sense. They're not just fucking up their own ass like Charlie Kaufman. It's like how self-indulgent have you got to be to start writing a script about something else and then put yourself in it? It's just like you, Petros. All of these fucking podcasts, you have to put yourself in it. it, has to be all about you. I never get, it's never, you never fucking, it's even the character's name is your name. It's not fucking Perry Pat Silvers, is it? It has to be Petros Pat Silvers. I'm here on the fucking sidelines writing for you. You know what? Go fuck yourself, okay? You're a fucking prick. You're a loser. I'm not doing this fucking podcast with you. You can literally die for all I care. Just go fucking fuck yourself.
Perry, Perry, come on, mate. Don't, don't leave. Come on. Perry, mate. Perry. Well, I guess that's it for Perry then, guys. Um, I guess I'm going to have to do this one solo. Luckily, we didn't get too deep into the film before. Like, he showed his true colours. So, um, yeah, I'm just going to have a little breather and then let's get into it. Okay. So, my biggest trick yet on this podcast is probably to talk about this film. I've tried to talk about this film many a time with many people. This is actually one of my personal favourite films, not just in Nicolas Cage's back catalogue, but in just films in general. And this one is a very hard meta masterpiece that is um, so hard to decipher and explain to people in the written or even talking form. You could probably understand it a bit more better if it was written down because ideas be a bit more concise instead of just off the top of my head like they are right now i've obviously thought long and hard about this film and how to depict it to you that what happens on screen so the film was bought to columbia pictures by jonathan demi the late great jonathan demi who directed uh, philadelphia and also the amazing stop making sense the live film by the talking heads and it's written by charlie kaufman the film is supposed to be a adaptation of the book the orchid thief by susan orlean but evolved into something completely different and we kind of see this process on screen so the plot goes as follows um it is charlie kaufman's account of trying to adapt this book and wrote himself into the script whilst you get the parallels of susan orlean's book the orchid thief which culminates in a kind of fictitious ending where he creates these fictional versions of both susan orlean and the eponymous orchid thief uh john laroche in a kind of crazy ramped up like action ending that it's totally fictitious a lot of obviously the characters in this are as well the twin brother of Nicolas Cage's character Charlie Kaufman Donald Kaufman as well portrayed by Nicolas Cage in this just tour de force performance in that you just don't get to see like one side from you get to see like two sides of Nicolas Cage in one film and for me this is his star powered film this is his like greatest feat to date um obviously up there with leaving las vegas i believe he was also nominated for an oscar for this film and deservedly so um this film is just crazy i would recommend you watch it um i'll try and try and like it's so hard to talk about the events of the film for them to make any sense there are many moments within the film where stuff that is depicted in later scenes we see charlie kaufman like trying to go over writing the script for the orchid thief and writes in stuff that is actually happening on screen or has already happened on screen it is as crazy as it sounds and it is as crazy as i sound right now um one of like the interesting things about this film and especially nicholas cage's performance is the fact that he is playing against type in that he's uh, this kind of sweaty loser downbeat uh script writer who kind of 
is just filled with self-doubt and doesn't know what is going on half of the time and is just having this anxiety to adapt this book into a screenplay and then it obviously mirrors Charlie Kaufman's own uh, neuroses and insecurities in script writing but creates something that is beyond words to explain I know that sounds lazy on my part that obviously I just I like I've tried so many times to <laughs> explain to people what this film is about so it's like I feel like as one of the key parts of this film is the brother Donald because he is very much he's trying to be a screenwriter as well and writes this kind of fictitious like crazy thriller film in the vein of like silence of the lambs and psycho of this character who is um has a split personality disorder and then at the end of the film he realizes that the person he's chasing and is locked in the basement is himself and he at one point asked charlie for like a kind of thing that his killer would have and he says how about you say he is a professor of literature and makes like cuts his cuts cuts pieces of his people up and he's called like the um oh is it like the the ah fuck sorry it's like the 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 deconstructionist that's it and then like donald runs with that and he's like yeah that's a great idea i'm actually going to use that and he's like comes back to Charlie later on in the film and says to him, I've taken that idea, but he makes them eat them, so they're eating themselves. And then, like, the demumon at the end of the film is that when he is making his split personality side of him eat themselves, he's also eating himself. So it's almost like the snake eating its own tail, as he calls it. And obviously, Charlie is there to correct him, because uh, correct him, calling it, Ouroboros and he's like no I don't know what that means and he's like no 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 Ouroboros is what it's called he's like no I'm pretty sure that's not the name of the snake and he's like no the thing of a snake eating its own tail is Ouroboros and it is great to see these kind of two sides of like Nicolas Cage kind of conflicting in these two characters you obviously have Charlie Kaufman who kind of knows he's a genius and obviously has genius put upon him a lot of this film as well is kind of on the set of being john malkovich and we kind of see the the behind the scenes and charlie kaufman's character kind of like very timidly trying to like say hello to people and get on with his job and then donald there is there brash and bold and like ends up dating maggie gyllenhaal's character who is a uh, makeup artist on the film um, I don't know what else to really say about this film. Um, as I said, I really, really enjoy it. It's um, it's a really difficult one. As I said, okay, I've, I've said this three times now. It's a really difficult one to kind of break down for people. Um, there's just like crazy moments in it where it starts at the beginning. Like he's talking about the script, and he's like, "Yeah, it starts at the beginning of time." When we see that. We see on screen what he's talking about, and there's just loads of crazy stuff. And he's like, "Oh, we we'll do the we we'll do the history of flowers, we we'll do everything." And it just kind of, as like Donald's script, it ends up ramping up. It becomes everything that Charlie hates, and um, there is this fictitious romance between Susan Orlean and John LaRoche that happened. That 
isn't in the book itself and it's portrayed in the film that eventually Charlie gets Donald on board to help him write the script and he ends up interrogating Susan Orlean pretending to be Charlie and then spies on her and then they go out to Florida where John LaRoche is and chase them down and it just kind of goes crazy from there on out um I really 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 enjoyed this film um there's just so many good scenes in it and I, I don't know it kind of there isn't standout scenes per se it's just more like the whole the whole thing it's just maybe I'm a sucker for this kind of like meta just like I don't know whether lines blur like I've tried to explain this to my girlfriend uh today and she was like I don't know what the fuck you are going on about Petros you are crazy uh, um what do you mean there's like two Nicolas Cages this film is like it takes it so far Charlie Kaufman that this film is actually credited to Charlie and Donald Kaufman Donald Kaufman does not exist in the real world he's only a fictitious part of this film he's a character in this film but he took the joke that far as to go and credit the film to Charlie uh, to Donald Kaufman so we now know that I enjoy this film and it is a hell of a rip ride and I would recommend it to anyone who can probably pick it up for dirt cheap I think I got it for 50p in CEX uh, in the UK which is probably like I don't know a buck 50 in the US I'm sure you can find it in a bargain bin or it might be on Netflix I have no idea now to see what the people of the internet have to say about this film in regards to those classic scoring systems IMDB have given this film 7.7 out of 10 I believe that is a fair assessment this is a decent film and um, that is a decent score and Rotten Tomatoes 91% that is mad decent (laughs) and I very much agree with that scoring you still fucking going on about this film Petros what the the fuck Perry I thought you were gone like I thought that was it I thought you were done with this podcast I thought you would just leave me alone how did you even get in here you thought I'd let you get away with this you thought I'd let you just have all the fucking glory I've come to fucking kill you you prick (laughs) (laughs) you thought you you really thought you really thought you were good did you you really thought you you could do this without me I don't think so please kill me no So, what does he normally say at the end of these? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been Perry Pat Syllabus. I've been caged in. You've been fucking idiots. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This podcast is presented by the Breadcrumbs Collective, home of the Pod Charles Cinecast, Caged In Coppola Connections, A Drip Town Limery, Maine, Franchised, and many more to come. Our shows are all presented ad free and made possible by listeners like you. Please support our shows by subscribing, leaving ratings and reviews, and becoming patrons at patreon.com. If you'd like to learn more about Breadcrumbs, head over to breadcrumbscollective.com. Breadcrumbs. It's more than a podcast network. It's family.